Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. One thing I've always given Zach Taylor credit for is the idea that he's gotten better as a head coach as this thing's moved on. And I have like actual reasons for why I can tell you how I've seen him get better. Go back to week one, Dustin. Week one of the season, they take on the Steelers. Joe Mixon runs the ball 27 times. Week two, they take on the Cowboys. Joe Mixon runs the ball 19 times. And you're like, well, what are you doing? You have the uh, the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen of quarterbacks and wide receivers sitting right there and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Why aren't you throwing the ball? Why aren't you using the two of them? And then what did Zach Taylor do? It's like it hit him like a ton of bricks. He's like, oh, you're right. All the people telling me that maybe I shouldn't run the ball with Joe Mixon as much and maybe I should throw the ball, they're 100% right. And what did he start doing? He started throwing the ball, and the Bengals just never really looked back. He started a season one way with one direction, and I don't know why he thought that that was the right direction. That I'll never be able to explain. But he started it one way, and then he completely shifted when he realized that wasn't the answer. Running the ball Joe Mixon 27 times is never going to be the answer. And so I, I got to give him credit. He's gotten better as he's moved on, and he's understood what he's not good at, and he's made adjustments. And I don't see that with Kevin Stefanski as often. I mean, the guy's been there four years. The first two, excuse me, the first two years were not great. No, a lot of people wanted him fired. No, yeah, and uh, yes, a lot of people did want him fired. And now he's about to be back-to-back AFC champions. Well, that's putting the car before the horse a little oh, bit. I, I think they're going to win the game. I don't know what to who's do. With, I don't know than, what to do right now with the Vegas who's line. Who's hotter than the Bengals right Vegas now? Vegas has them at plus two and a half. They haven't lost since no, Halloween. No, they're favored by two now. That's what I'm saying. Did I say it backwards? Yeah. I might. I need to get some food in me, man. I need to get right? some food. Yeah, I'm fine. I went to a store today. Let's let it go to get food. And uh, and the line was too long. Yeah. And I said, I guess I'm not eating. <laughs> I guess I'm just not. I, I was like, I, I wanted to get here. I wanted to get here on time. I've been there before. Anyway, regardless. Uh, the, so you're getting. It's amazing. The Chiefs at home are getting two and a half points. It's all about that injury. Yes, of course it's about the injury. It's got to be about the injury. 
I don't know why everyone is I, – I like, listen, it's tough because I really like what this Bengals team is, and I like what Zach Taylor has done with this Bengals team. I think that's the whole point of this segment is trying to figure out how much credit goes. Is it Joe Burrow or is it Zach Taylor? Like Jeff Howe seems to think that if we're, if we're going to go down this road – I didn't think we were there to go down this road of the – uh, you know, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it Belichick Brady conversation already in year three of Burrow mm-hmm. and Zach Taylor, like Zach freaking Taylor, who for the longest time, I myself, I just thought he was adult. I, I, I thought that he had gotten the gig because he got <laughs> Sean McVay a cup of coffee one time, right? Like he was in, he was in Sean McVay's orbit when everyone before all these guys were getting gigs for just being around Sean McVay because everyone was trying to find the next boy wonder. Right. And I thought that was the only reason why. Just uh, Truthfully, I thought that was the only reason why. I, and it wasn't working out early. His, some of his in-game management stuff was absolutely awful. Some of his play calling even was just atrocious. And then it's like, well, Joe Burrow comes in your life. Well, what, what can't Joe Burrow clean up? At this point, he's been able to clean up a lot. He made Ed Orgeron look like the world's greatest college football coach. Yeah. Made him a lot of money. Made yes, a guy that uh, when Ed left LSU was like, yeah, I, I basically, I, I, you know, they they fired me and left me with a lot of uh, cash. He was and, thrilled. And I felt he, great he about. He was like it. happy to get fired. I felt great. Every college coach that ever gets fired feels like I got robbed. He's like, yeah, they paid me seventeen million to go away. It was awesome. At which door you want me to go out of? Yeah, thank you. I, I knew I needed some sort of Idaho impression. Well, I, but he made Ed go Orgeron times. look great. He is the he's human concealer. Joe Burrow. Everywhere he's been, he's made people look way Why better than they are. Why was that video so cool of him throwing the bat, the pass with the spin? Because it looked awesome. I mean, that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my it life. It looked awesome. And I hate when I talk about how great and how much I love Joe Burrow because everyone's like, oh, it all makes sense. The guy loves Joe Burrow. No, Joe Burrow. The part that makes me so mad about Joe, Joe Burrow. Joe is so good that you can't hate him. That's part of it. He's also just pretty cool there's no really denying yeah, that yeah he's just kind of a, a different cat he's he's just a badass he seems awesome he makes awesome football plays yep. he also you know like when you when you talk about Josh Allen you're like oh Josh Allen can throw the ball 75 yards on a dime and nobody right. nobody else in the NFL with the exception of maybe Justin Herbert can do such a thing he's got the biggest arm you're like well that's you were just gifted with a great arm you know Joe Burrow doesn't have the strongest arm in the world Joe Burrow is not the most accurate quarterback. He's accurate, but he's not the most accurate quarterback you've ever seen. He's just he's like Tom Brady in a lot of ways. The cerebralness he's been able to show this early in his career is astounding, and he's just collectively and, and better he's than had everybody. Like a mishmash of, of an offensive line. Really since the other he's part been there. They had a left tackle who never played left tackle in that game. <laughs> Think about that. He never played left tackle in his life. He plays left tackle in that game, and the Bills got to him once. They sacked him once. Man, I, I cannot believe. I mean, they just dismantled the Bills. It was a beatdown. It was an utter beatdown. You down. think Buffalo was just kind of like they've been through so much that they just ran out of gas? Because the way, the way Cincinnati looked in that game. Buffalo never. Buffalo had been a favorite in every game they'd been in this year. Yeah. The Von Miller injury obviously hurt them. Yep. That's fine. We can talk about that in a little bit. It's okay. It is what it is. I just think Buffalo were very fraudulent the entire year in my mind. I feel like we've always propped them up, and that's part of why it stings if you're a Bills fan right now is you got propped up for the entire year. Everyone told you how great you are, and in the Josh Allen era, they've been to one conference title game. 
Like you got five years of Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. You got one conference title game appearance and that's it to show for it. Like that's not great. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. It just tells you and shows you how much parity there is. And in this conference, in the AFC, man, like you got to be really good and you got to be on your A game because if you're not, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be bounced, and then like what are the Bills thinking right now? They're like all that for this. Well, and so this is this kind of goes into our coaching conversation. You know, Sean McDermott is the there was there was eight coaches entering this last weekend, right? Right. Eight teams, eight coaches. Seven out of the eight were offensive coaches. The one that isn't an offensive coach is Sean McDermott. If you're Buffalo, the end of five years with Josh Allen, you've been to one conference title game, you have a defensive-minded head coach to begin with anyway, which puts you behind the eight ball in a lot of people's eyes. I don't know. If I'm in Buffalo, I'm sure the conversation is them thinking, how do we get Josh Allen, who's supposed to be the third-best quarterback, and before last weekend was considered the second-best quarterback, how do we get him playing in the games that he's supposed to be playing in? And this goes to what Jeff was saying about how the quarterback and head coach, the two of them collectively matter so much. Mm -hmm. And like you really do have to marry them together. And it really, it can't be the chicken or the egg. They both have to account for everything, which brings us to Stefanski and Deshaun Watson, how if it's going to work, the two of them have to be on the same page. Oh, you know, by the way, we're not even talking about that team down in Florida. Both of them, Miami and Jacksonville. I thought you were talking about Tampa Bay for a second. No. I'm talking about the AFC. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Trevor Lawrence in that team with Doug Peterson, who was just named the AFC Coach of the Year, uh, they look dangerous. All in one season. Trevor Lawrence looked like, oh, no, how did we miss on the guy that never missed in his entire life? Had never lost on a Saturday in his pro football, high school football, college football career. Never lost on a Saturday in his life. Yep. How do we mess that guy up? And then... You bring in Doug Peterson, and he was the prince that promised. All of a sudden, uh, Trevor Lawrence is on the right track again. I he, mean, it's he looks astounding. great. I mean, the AFC, he looks great. The AFC Mike has McDaniel comes into a lot Miami, of really good quarterbacks story. and good coaches. Yes, and that's part of the problem that the Browns have is that it's not like that's the cover charge. That's the requirement for even contending in the AFC. It's not a whether or not Watson gets this all corrected and whether or not Stefanski gets his head in the right direction. That is mandatory if you're going to compete with these other teams. NFC is different. NFC is completely different right now. You can be, if you have a great quarterback in the NFC, you can beat Brock Purdy, okay? Like, if you have a great quarterback in the NFC, you can go very far. There's not many of them. In the AFC, I got eight. Eight that are miles ahead of anything else. It's wild. And the coaches to match, as you pointed out, the coaches to match are all really, really good. And people we left for dead, coaches we left for dead like Zach Taylor, you give them enough time, and all of a sudden... They look like they're the world's great. All of a sudden, Zach Taylor is getting uh, uh, Andy Reid comps by different people <laughs> I see. It's it's wild. Wild what he's been able to do. What was once a deficit for the Bengals has now become a positive. And I'll be the first one to hand up and admit it and say, I did not like Zach Taylor for a very long time because I watched the games the way you guys watch those games. Zach Taylor was costing the Bengals points often, often. He's not doing that anymore. He doesn't make the same mistakes. Well, I think that's the comparison to Stefanski. Is like we want to see him take the next step and grow and and stop making the mistakes that cost you ball games, you know. And now that he's got a really good quarterback, like we would expect for him to to really take that next step. And it better happen like this off season and going into next year. Because if it doesn't, he'll be gone and we'll be starting over again. 
Yeah, and starting over again with Deshaun Watson. Again, if if it took, you know, part of the Deshaun Watson thing that's supposed to work is that he's supposed to immediately work, right? And he's supposed mm-hmm. to be able to work with anybody. If we need to find the couple years so that it gels with whatever coach that would be, it's just it just feels it feels very daunting right now. The whole entire thing it just it feels very daunting, and it feels like the AFC is just so loaded in so many different areas and so many different yep. ways. It's just really really tough. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Chuck up next in the fan. Hello, Chuck. Yeah, hey guys. Good I job. was just talking to the guy that took my call, and uh, you know, I was just thinking, why do uh, guys come go somewhere else and uh, seem like their career takes off, or either they do better? I don't know whether it's the coaching. Things are like Odell. He went somewhere and he won a Super Bowl ring. You know, it didn't take long. Yeah, Sean McVay figured out in thirty seconds what Stefanski couldn't figure out in two years. Yeah, well, I, I don't know because uh, we had that. Uh, we had a defensive tackle, and uh, he's gone now. He's doing good. He. He called his name. I forget the guy called his name, but uh, it just seemed like guys. I don't know whether it's the culture or the coaching or what, but they just go somewhere else, and it seemed like they have a better, better career, better game, whatever. All right, thank you, Chuck. Appreciate you, man. Uh, why do you think that is, Dustin? Why do you feel like is that a coaching thing? Is that what we're talking about here? I, I think it's part of it, don't you? I think it has to play a part into it. You know, I think I think a lot of the reason why Zach Taylor gets so much credit. I think C.J. Uzama is a great example, and I know he's not in Cincinnati anymore. He went this offseason to the Jets, but C.J. Uzama hadn't had a season like he had in 2021 since the Obama administration. Like he just, and, but like Zach Taylor was able to get the best out of him the way he's able to get Hayden Hurst the best out of yeah. him now. And these other guys, these other parts of the team, or we talk about the offensive line. Again, they started, a, they got a guy at left tackle that never played left tackle. They have three Three guys on that offensive line on Sunday that had not typically been in their respective spots on the offensive line, and they were just able to make it work all throughout that game. You kept hearing the broadcast talking about how much how, how the, the Bengals' offensive line was winning that battle immensely. Yep. Like that's not supposed to happen when you're down that like that bad on your offensive line. You're supposed to get obliterated. There's got to be coaching somewhere in there. I think there's a lot of coaching involved in that situation because the, you're right. I mean. When they were that decimated, I mean, Buffalo, they couldn't get an ounce of pressure mm-hmm. on Burrow. Right. <laughs> Which was the key. That was the answer. A lot of people had Buffalo in that game for what reason? For that alone. And then, I mean, listen, uh, Cincinnati's defense, they, they've stepped up too. Yes, they did. Made a lot of they really good plays. They played great in this game. Made a lot of really good plays. All right, two one six five seven eight double one two. How much credit should you give Zach Taylor, or is it just having Burrow? Is it the chicken or the egg type question? Um. I went down a rabbit hole yesterday. Tell me about it. So, I I totally don't believe this, but I do love conspiracy theories. So, like the Hamlin thing. Yeah. I, no, I went down it too. I mean, I think every if you lived like on I don't, I planet don't, Earth I, yesterday, I, you I went down that. I don't buy it at all. But it was definitely. I mean, people out there put together some some convincing arguments. Wait, Spencer, did you say no, or what? Did you, what did you say there? What did you say? Oh, I, I, I agreed with Dustin. No, oh, yeah, yeah but okay, you went down to the Did you well, go down though. the rabbit hole, too? Oh, of course. That's I, what I'm saying. I, mean, who I, didn't? I think everyone did. Like, if you yeah. lived on planet Earth at any <laughs> point in the previous 24 hours, you went down the DeMar Hamlin there rabbit was the, hole. There was the yeah. conversation my wife. I was like, you got to hear this. So, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. The three of us have very similar brains when it comes to that stuff, though. Yeah. I, I, I think we both are intrigued. Uh, everyone in this room is intrigued buy conspiracy theories, yes. even if everyone in this room doesn't necessarily buy into conspiracy theories. I think the three of us have all at times expressed interest in what you know I mean when, when they think. Sh- when they showed him on the camera and the snow was going and you couldn't even see who it was I was like well now I could see how people I was are just saying like, it, I'm like you know come on 
we couldn't see his we couldn't see his face. Right. And they kept like they, they didn't they kept saying like he had to be like on oxygen and stuff. There was no nowhere to be found. Here's what I told you earlier, though. And, and again, is, I'm not. This is what I, I'm I, I think he's alive. I, I don't think that, yeah. that was not him. Well, I, I just think that it's. What, just, what is the point of, of, of covering up his death? It's just. At no, this point. Yeah. I, What's the point of that? I have hmm. no idea. <laughs> Who's going to benefit from it's in It's in play. I, well, okay. Are you are you suggesting? And listen, I want to make sure that this yeah, is abundantly clear. I'm certainly not suggesting that that I, that I believe this the theory. I'm just saying. I, I think he didn't show. I, his, am, I didn't think he didn't show his face because I think he, maybe his face isn't in the best condition right now. Maybe, and he just didn't want to. He just didn't want to show his face, which would be understandable. I think that's possible. It's very yeah. possible. Is it is it plausible at yeah, all? That, I mean, he's had tubes in every orifice right. probably in the last. You and, know, and he two knows weeks. that if this is supposed to be such a uh, resounding moment in. Around the Bills and around, like, you know, yeah. the NFL image, stay with people a while. So if, he, if his face doesn't look as good, I get wanted to cover it up. Now, are, is there any part of you that maybe thinks that maybe that wasn't Damar Hamlin that was there, though, and that was somebody else and Damar's still in the hospital, but they wanted to make some sort of, like, galvanizing NFL Well, that's, that's another theory. Because uh, that would say he's I still alive, dude, at that, least. That would be, like, super ballsy on the league to do that. Well, I think he also had to go in the locker He went in the locker room, right? Yeah, and again, so, so I, mean, I mean, the locker room would expose I'm that if that wasn't true. The players true. know. I mean, the players know what Demar Hamlin talks like and looks like and things like that. There's zero chance he can go in the locker room, make a speech, and then everyone in that locker room would be hush hush about the idea Correct. that it was like some big galvanizing moment for the NFL. Correct. There's zero chance. Yes. Yet I spent an hour down that rabbit hole. A yesterday. lot of us spent a lot of time down that rabbit hole. We did. A lot of us spent a lot of time on that. Yes. It's okay to admit. Oh yeah, it's Dude, okay. I, I I go down like I was sick yesterday, so I spent a lot of time on the couch, and I was just sitting on my phone. And I'm like just looking at Twitter and just seeing what people were saying, and then I don't even know. An hour and a half goes by, and you're like, "What the hell did I just do with my life?" You wasted time. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was interesting. Well, that's the part that gets us all is that so I don't think there's anyone that would disagree with the idea that it's not above the NFL to pull some shady nonsense like the NFL. And then somebody didn't someone post like a uh, like a death certificate or something. Well, no, that's insane. That's where did that's, they get that? That's insane. They, like, a, I don't even know. Go, go search. You know, you know what else is really funny right now is, is the people that are that are shaking with the Pfizer stuff. Like, oh, in, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. then I saw like, and this is not, we're not getting political or anything no. like this, but it was like, it was Nestor Cortez, the pitcher for the Yankees, who's got like the, he's got like a stutter step in his windup. And then it was, uh, it was like, oh, my cousin Nestor, he shakes a lot and I don't know why. And it's him, it's him committing a balk yeah. during a game. It's like, I can't figure it out. I don't know why he's shaking. And it's, <laughs> it's him just in his little stutter step that he does before he delivers the pitch. That part's kind of funny. That is funny. But no, I, no, I, I think it's okay to... It, it was weird, the whole situation, but like I said, I, I think he just didn't want to show his face. I think that's all that was. 216-578-0092. Wayne up next in the fan. Hello, Wayne. Jonathan, let me uh, entertain you on the Zach Taylor thing. I got a few points. All okay. right. Uh, first point, Zach does a real good job of stressing like team achievement over individual achievement. Uh, number two, he's really good at managing egos. Uh, you don't have a whole lot of head cases on that Bengals team. Um, Except for Eli hey, Apple. Except for Eli Apple, yeah. And then the third is he does a real good job of listening to his assistants, mainly Brian Callahan and Luana Rumo. You know, uh, Zach doesn't have that syndrome where he's like the smartest guy in the room. You know, he's he is very uh, how can I put it? 
very, very open to ideas from, from all of his coaching staff and scouts. And um, you can see that it's, it's produced, you know, two AFC North, uh, you know, titles in two years. Okay. It's a good call. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate you. Thanks. All right. Good call. Two one six five seven eight double nine two. Is that it? Is that the difference? Is, is Zach Taylor just more open to different ideas than maybe Kevin Stefanski is? And I know what Wayne's getting at right there. Uh, Dustin, Wayne's getting at the play calling. That's what Wayne's getting at right yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Like, if he was more open, he would be more open to then letting some of the people around him be more empowered. Right. Although he was really empowering to Joe Woods. He was. Lou Anarumo is very good. Make no mistake about it. But Zach Taylor did the same thing The same thing that Kevin Stefanski did. Lou gets to do everything on the defensive side of the ball. Zach doesn't really bother him when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. And in his case, Lou is worked out in spades to the point where – uh, you know, people want him to be a head coach, whereas with Kevin Stefanski, everyone's like, oh, you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's like, well, no, I just hired the wrong guy. He had the wrong scheme. He took Vic Fangio's scheme. It didn't work out, and we had to fire him now. I don't know. You can. I mean, I, I just don't see the genius between the two. I just don't. I see them both making the same decision, one of them working out because Joe Woods is better than Lou Anarimo is. Simple as that. Ryan, up next on the fan. Well, Ryan. Hey, Peter and uh, Fox. Hey, I just uh, tipped on the Hamlin thing, man. That was far-fetched. And oh, again, that's totally far-fetched. Yeah, it, it, Dustin, man, I understand where you're coming from and uh, being glued to some unique scenario. Again, shake your head, and then there's some twist in this and that and the other. Now, what I will say before I talk about actual football is, in yesteryears, obviously, there is conspiracy scenarios, obviously, when it comes to the uh, <clears throat> commissioner. Ryan, Ryan, are you there? Did the commissioner get oh, your what phone? Happens. He this is, I, I, I was just going to say the the commissioner got your phone. Yeah, the Ray Rice scenario, obviously him. Uh, oh, we didn't see it. We didn't see it. Everyone believing him and this, that, and the other, and obviously it pops out that a lot of stuff that they say is just you know they're talking on both sides of the mouth. And again, not saying that they're trying to uh, be uh, decisive consistently. They want their recognition of uh, who they are to hold up. You know, they don't want to be considered just a a liar. Every time I go to the NFL draft, the commissioners are booed, obviously, on stage. You know, it's just, uh, they hate them. Again, no one trusts them. Not saying that the DeMar Hamlin thing, that was real far-fetched. That would be morbid. In fact, that would be, uh, whew, wow, how many legalities that would be. But again, man, it's just like, you, you, there is scenarios out there like you guys just kind of alluded to, and Dustin, you said you did spend time on it. Um, there is some stuff just behind closed doors that we as uh, uh, fans, we want to get to the bottom of it. We want to get a, uh, that ship right. And, again, they're not saying we should be walking on eggshells and not trust anything that's going on in these four main sports, but there is so much behind closed doors that, again, we should take a second look on a lot of things. What are you hinting um, at, Ryan? I feel like you're hinting at something. <laughs> well, Peter and man, you know me from uh, – again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist living in Vegas. Everyone thinks under the sun. Every game on the planet Earth, is there's some type of backing to it, the players involved, the referees, this, that, and the other. It's all malarkey. There's no way everyone can be involved. I'm merely saying that that the Mar Hamlin. Thing, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, you can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the idea that people think. I think Mike Florio always put this best. Florio was like, the idea that the NFL could fix games is so absurd because the NFL can't do anything right to begin with anyway. So why would you give them enough credit to fix games on that like that wide of a scale? Right. Yeah. No, I just thought that was that was funny. Uh, the Mar Hamlin thing. Morbid. Uh, oh, that was crossing a line. I guess obviously. Even. All right, Ryan. Of- I got what you go. Your, right, your phone. Your, your phone connection is just awful. Talking through a tin can. I don't know what's going on there. So anyway, so the 
Well, all right, which direction you want to go? You want to talk Hamlin? You want to finish no, up the Zach no. Taylor I, I conversation? Wanted, I, all I wanted, <laughs> you, all, all I wanted to say was I, I just spent bit. like an hour going down a stupid rabbit hole yesterday. Oh, we've all been there. We've all yeah. been there. I, again, I, everyone I, in this room went down that same rabbit hole that you went down. It's a thing that happened. I, I was getting like texts about it. I mean, people were like, obviously, it's it's it, it's so far-fetched. It's my, interesting. My favorite one is where they, they cloned him. I was like, first of all, well, that's what Demar tweeted well, out. Then he they, could just, they could just do that in like two days. Yeah, Come that's, on. In, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not crazy. It's not crazy to think that uh, they could have had somebody else appear to be Demar while Demar is still at the hospital. That's like, not like crazy. Like a body double. Yeah, that's not crazy. I don't think that's entirely what, what, crazy. What would be the point of that though? Just to to show people that like to like inspire the Bills or. Inspire people to. Yeah, I mean, clearly he went in the locker okay. room already, so that's the the, the idea yeah. is false. But like, if the NFL, yeah, and some some, I think Matt Milano posted a picture from the locker room. Yeah, like with him. If the if the NFL had legitimately just wanted to do it and pull it off, and they didn't send him to the locker room ahead of time or anything like that, if they didn't want to do any of that, and they just went and just put him up there and put him in the suite and covered his face and did everything like that, but yeah, as a galvanizing moment to to show mothers at home that hey hey he he's okay. He, it, nothing bad happened to him playing football, playing this big, bad, dangerous football. Nothing. Yeah. He, he's here. He's good. I can see that. Interesting. I could. I could see that. I don't think it happened. I think more there's something was going on with his face that he just wanted to hide and make sure that yeah. uh, uh, that wasn't his and his big galvanizing moment that he knows it is. And, and by, by the way, in watching the broadcast, I thought the broadcast was going to focus more on what a powerful moment that really was. Uh-huh. And they really just kind of did it, and then that was it. It was like then in the second quarter, right? Yeah, it wasn't. And it did, they didn't stay on it very long. If any, like You could have gotten up, gone to the bathroom, and, and then just it. completely missed it. Yeah. Or you could have even just gone and like reached for chips on the counter or something like <laughs> that. And then it's like, oh, there was DeMar Hamlin, and then I missed it. Like, what, what happened? Yeah, it was very, very quick for the big powerful moment that it was supposed to be. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, 